0: Around round, friends, new and old. And welcome to the Roast and Toast podcast. We are your hosts, Jenny, Philip, and David. Ooh. Oh, hello, boys. Good oh, afternoon, oh, hello.
1: Arizona. Oh, oh, that's loud. Wow. That is very loud. Yes, the yes. So we've got some new digs and with The
0: audience is right in my ears. <laughs> the live
1: studio
2: audience yes As we are we are it's like a new car in here it's, yes it's uh got that new car mm. smell we are in a brand new studio it is still virtual but it's all new we we're uh we're enjoying some new tools and tricks
1: guys uh guys how's it been how's the week how's the two weeks been since i last talked to you uh, for me, it's been tremendous. I went on a on a date yesterday <gasps> on a very unique experience. Go on. Went on a solar eclipse. It, date. it was a a man. It was a man. <laughs> yes, <laughs> no. no? The, oh. the the unique experience was not only that it was a solar eclipse. I guess that's the unique part, but more so that it was in the morning. Whoever has a date in the morning these days, that was just a, a unique uh, experience. But that solar eclipse that happened uh, now, by the time this comes out. Probably a couple weeks ago. And quite honestly, the best part of that was that me and my, me and the, the date stumbled upon, or I guess more so this child stumbled upon us and kept us entertained for hours. <laughs> like there was no fear in this. <laughs> you didn't stumble upon a child? No, 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 no. <laughs> this child, because it's one of those situations where this child comes up and starts talking to us and then you're like, hey, so are you here with an adult? And she's like, yeah, it's my Aunt Joanne over there. And Aunt Joanne like looks like she's like taking a rest from this child just absolutely tiring her the heck out. Like we we could tell by the end of that hour that why because this child did not leave us alone and any time Aunt Joanne called for her she assured us she made us rest assured don't worry I'll be back and you're like oh good good we were worried that you wouldn't come come return (laughs) it was it was absolutely delightful
0: you were concerned this child was going to be left with you guys for
1: yeah yeah honestly yeah the aunt yeah keep an eye on aunt joanne please we got to make sure she doesn't take a run for it in the in the solar eclipse
0: that's hilarious uh, but
1: yeah it was fantastic jenny what happened with you
0: well it's been the last couple of weeks but i you know what? i'm just gonna start right off the bat and say guys i'm angry i am so angry oh. because the exorcist oh believer just made me so sad
1: was bad that bad?
0: Okay, so let me let me break it down.
1: What are, what are we talking about?
0: The new Exorcist movie, The Exorcist Believer. So, Got in case it. you
1: weren't scared of one Exorcist, David, there's now two. One for two children, each possessed. That's that's in the, the promotional materials. I'm not spoiling anything. Mm.
0: Yes, well, All right. I'll keep All this right. as uh, spoiler-free as possible for those who are listening and still wish to see it there was a good uh, build up to the first act of this movie and then there is this climactic scene that happens i i wanted to yell at the screen and i was things that there were character choices being made that only taught me that nobody has learned any lessons from the previous encounters that were that happened in the original movies and it just it just felt like this movie was just mixed together with a bunch of different things that sure it was worth trying to put them together but i thought it just it, it just didn't work I, I wish there was i guess i can't expect there to be complete loyalty to the original content because when it's been when it's the next generation creating the reboot they want to try to make their own spin on it but this in my opinion did not work i will never be watching this movie again i'm 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 over it
1: you know what in solidarity me and david will join you and never watch yeah. this movie ever just because of you jenny just because in of solidarity you.
0: Thank, you guys, thank you i appreciate your support
1: we stand with jenny yeah david how about you you seem like you had a had an eventful eventful week right. I've had an eventful month. Months? says now, I've just
2: come back from my fourth weekend in a row, traveling to a different country wow. to watch some form of live sports. So last weekend, I went to London to watch an NFL game, the Buffalo Bills versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. A lot of fun. Wow. Had a lot of fun at that game. It was very exciting. And I uh, like to watch live sports in general. And then this past weekend was the big one. I drove down to Paris with my dad, and we went to two of the World Cup quarterfinals, the Rugby World Cup quarterfinals. And so we got to see New Zealand, the New Zealand All Blacks play Ireland. And that is the number one ranked team in the world, Ireland, against what was the number uh, three, four, number three ranked team in the world, that was New Zealand. And then that was on... Saturday, and then yesterday, Sunday, we watched uh, South Africa play France, and that is the number two ranked team in the world and the number four ranked. So we got to see the top four teams in the world face off against each other in the 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 World Cup Cup quarterfinals. (sighs) And we watched New Zealand beat Ireland, and we watched my country, South Africa, beat France, who were the hosts. I was sitting surrounded by French people. Uh, it was such an, a thrilling game uh, just an amazing
1: experience and I'm just I'm still high off of it it's awesome that's, awesome. that's amazing now hold on Hold on. I, that, that was all wonderful to hear. I know your little sports heart was overbound with joy and that you got to spend it with uh, with cherished friends and whatnot. But I, I think me and Jenny have a more important question that you shared with us in our private uh, roast and toast group chat that you never explained that I know I need to hear. Jenny, I'm sure, was curious, and I don't think we got an explanation. Who did you take a picture with within the past month? That that we saw with you. Oh yeah, yeah. How on earth did you just let <laughs> oh, that story go by? Yeah, yeah that that the was hell. the night before the night before the
2: NFL game. That was the night before the NFL game. We went to go see a show in London, starring. <laughs> oh, hold the, on, hold on, hold on. The one and only. Sir Ian, sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian. Action, wizard, you shall not pass. Cut. Sir Ian, sir Ian, <laughs> sir Ian, Sir Ian. McKellen in uh, Frank and Percy, live in London on the West End or wherever. Um, yeah, we saw him perform a, as a two-man show. Uh, please, Philip, thank I'm, you. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They it was ours. a two-man <laughs> show, and, and Sir Ian McKellen came outside after the game a uh, game <laughs> i'm still on sports <laughs> <laughs> after the show potato. he actually came outside to like shake hands and take photos with uh with the audience members so that was very nice That's of him f- very very kind of him he looked so tired he was like please get
1: me home oh. but he was he was a that sounds very generous yeah, he, he was
2: a great sport i was very appreciative of that and i uh, got the got a photo with him and My friends, I really wanted a photo with just him and I, I was kind of like, but my friends were like, no, let's just get it together. I'm like, yeah, get out of my photo with Ian Ian, The theme of David's
0: month was great sports. Love it.
2: Great. uh, Ah. Good one. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Philip. I have an important question I would like to ask you. What are you doing uh,
1: this Saturday and next Saturday at noon your time? This Saturday and next Saturday at noon. Besides sleeping, um, I think nothing in particular. Why do you ask? What do I have to do to get you
2: to watch the World Cup semifinal? Oh, Um, and then final, the subsequent.
1: So, how well do you know Gal Gadot?
0: (laughs) (laughs) On a bus. (laughs)
1: <laughs> on the on the bus, yeah, it's a great callback. Great callback. <laughs> I'll I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. You uh you listen to uh, a couple of my that slaps, and I'll, I'll at least I'll give you maybe the second half of a game. Does that does that work out for you? If it's not a blowout, mm. Mm. all right, all right,
2: we'll negotiate. Maybe. Yeah, we'll have negotiations. We'll see. I can't I can't help but feel like you're gonna get excited about this, Philip. Uh, I, I really do, and and I feel like place a bet, a small bet, and you'll
1: be excited. Maybe. May I wonder? Actually, I'm sure that they would offer it. So, it, yeah, well, we'll... I, I have no doubt. It's the World Cup. But it's showing on U.S. television. Yeah. Negotiations and discussions will be
2: had off the pod. David. Off, off off the, the podcast. Pod. Yes. Okay, guys, uh, root for me here. I'm trying to get them to
1: watch rugby. So we are going to do for the first time. All three of us are here together for a concept that we came up with for all of us in mind. But somehow we've done a couple episodes that not all three of us have been on for. It's let's yeah. make a movie. This is the first time that all three of us will actually be on it. I think all three of all three of us have done it. Just we none not all three of us together in the same room rec- recording studio, so on and so forth. How so, exciting! In case you are. How very exciting. In case you're new to the concept and their first episode listening in, first of all, thank you. Second of all, we will each bring to you, the audience, a fresh and new story that we stumbled upon in our weeks away from this topic. And we will try to make the, the other two who are listening to the story will try their best to put a genre, to put a spin, to put a story on how they would direct and put this story to cinematic experiences for audiences worldwide and how they would make a movie out of the story and on top of that maybe give one maybe a couple other actors that they would see in any role that really sticks out and in what direction that they would go in uh jenny why don't you start us out with your news story for this particular main topic that we have here and david we'll we'll see what we can what our suggestions are for where we could go
0: all right men we are a dabbling into the world of chess, a recently explored field, but this time with a little, uh, how do you say, a playful twist? <laughs> Let me explain what I mean by that. So the article I have brought today is titled, Hans Niemann poo a chess cheating theory that's based on vibrating beads.
1: <laughs> oh, I've heard about this when when it occurred, but I haven't heard this update. Okay, good, good.
0: Well, this is yeah. This was a little wh- from a little while ago. So this article that I have here uh, was fr- written, written back in late September, and this was the first time I had heard about this. So for those who don't know, um, this is about a chess prodigy named Hans Niemann. I believe it's pronounced that way. I'm not sure. Um, and he competed in the World Junior Chess Championship a little while back, and there was an accusation of cheating. And people were claiming, or the, the joke, it started out as a joke, but then it became more of a popular uh, theory until finally it led to him being on Piers Morgan's show. And Mr. Morgan asked, have you ever used anal beads while playing chess? <laughs> because there was a, the theory was that he was using anal beads during the match that would signal to him certain things to get him to win. <laughs> I was, <laughs> and the, the reply to that was, your curiosity is a bit concerning, you know, maybe you're personally interested, but I can tell you, no. <laughs> <laughs> Elon Musk is involved in this, by the way, it's a whole thing, so. <laughs>
1: I didn't know that. All right. right?
0: Yeah.
1: Of course he is.
0: Yes, of course so he is. So, David...
1: Do you see this like I do? I can, I can see this going a, a couple different ways, but I think the most prominent way that we would attach and uh, or sorry attack this project would be something a la like a like an Ocean's Eleven story where there's like multiple <laughs> components, Somebody's sitting there, and then like we have random close ups and going in and out, um, and and. I think that that's the way that because it sounds like a scandal in the making. That I think mm-hmm. if we if we do it more so based off of true events rather than rather than making a statement or a documentary of it, it right? So
2: you you just want it. You want to loosely have a story inspired. I I could see this as as a maybe maybe it's it starts out he's been accused of of cheating by using anal beads, but then he's got to find a way to sneak. The anal beads into the the big final that's coming up, and and he's got that that, that that's how it becomes like an Ocean's so, Eleven. It's an
1: underdog he's story. He's got a
2: he's got a guy he's got a guy in the chair in the in the, like uh in the background who's like morse coding anal vibrations no so it's like a, <laughs> what so, he needs
1: to do it's like a Slumdog millionaire where like his whole life is explored and leads up to this moment but it's an anti-hero where you find out right all because the he's method- cheating he yeah, actually is yeah. cheating yeah he, he has to learn but then you got
2: to make you got to make the the guy he's up against the the the, the, the bad guy he's got to be yeah
0: he's
1: got to be got to got be it. someone evil or- yeah. And and we go like we have like this opening montage to when he learns like what each vibration means. He's like, okay, so this means like he's got to learn more code. Could have a training sequence like a like a Rocky. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
2: Oh no! No.
0: Well, I will ask this question though, guys. How do we do? We want to stay true to the to the original story, or do we want to do some fun adapting here? How do we want to incorporate Elon Musk into this situation?
2: Mm. elon musk maybe that maybe is the evil villain what is what role does he play in the the actual situation
1: oh
0: he just saw he saw the a tweet pop up about this theory and he was like oh that's hilarious and he just kind of blew it up on his feed then he was an amplifier if it's
1: that if it's you know what if it's that little of a cameo within the actual story i say bring in robert downey jr to play elon musk is, sure. it, it, is that not the inspiration for Iron Man? I, so it, I think it'd be funny. But
2: I almost want Elon Musk to be supporting the the, the evil chess player. There like we it, go. His, his like, uh, yes. yeah. Yeah.
1: Then you've got this, like, evil mastermind thing going on. Absolutely. So, uh, David, I think if we're going to finish up by casting, I think for the main person, I don't know if you happened to look up while Jenny was talking, Hans uh, Neiman. uh, But I looked him up, and I think that both the role that we have in mind as well as who he looks like are one and the same. I suggest, and I put forth, Jonah Hill for the lead character on this story. Yeah. That would be be Are we in agreement?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Unanimous.
1: Um, and, and then what about for the title, David? Might I suggest Good Vibrations? <laughs> mm.
0: How about... Uh, <laughs> beating this...
1: beating our way to the top. Beating the competition. No, I guess you're not beating the competition. Pl-
0: playroom <laughs> <You're>... Rivals. <laughs> Here, I, I, did, I did play with some brainstorming for this. I don't know if this Ooh. will result in a censor. Uh, so forgive me, Mom. I'm so sorry. What about tainted tactics?
1: Hmm. I like tainted tactics. Tainted tactics. All right, there we go. That sounds like the winner right there. Oh yeah, uh, David. David. Now that we've gotten off that uh, that horseshoe, why don't you go <laughs> to our next story? My story is is about a man who was
2: found sitting on top of his handmade boat in the middle of the Pacific Ocean before he was uh, as he was being rescued by a cruise ship oh. this is uh tom robinson 24 years old uh and he was attempting to cross the pacific ocean pacific ocean in a handmade uh boat he was, the, was supposed to be the first person to do this or something oh
0: wow uh, or
2: sorry, the youngest person to do this that i had that uh that detail wrong mm-hmm. anyway uh a really big wave hit this guy in his handmade boat and filled the, the 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 boat with water, and then it capsized, and and he was just chilling. He sent out a distress call, picked up by a uh, a cruise liner that uh, was coming from uh, somewhere in uh, in Vanuatu, in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Oh, beautiful place, Vanuatu! Gorgeous, <laughs> yeah. Water. Anyway, so uh, he ends up getting rescued by this cruise ship, and uh, he turned out to be uh, un, unharmed, relatively unharmed, uh, maybe a little traumatized at, at most. Okay, so I mean, I don't know
1: where you guys see this going. I guess my my own question that I saw from the article that you're sharing with us, which I appreciate, why was he naked when they discovered him? Did did you? I I
2: missed that detail.
1: Yes. uh, uh, Let's see. It does just say
0: that, Uh, I quote, finding him naked. Oh, naked.
2: Yeah. Finding him naked on top of the upside down vessel. Why? Um, Why
1: was he naked?
2: Was it that? I suppose if you're in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, there's not really much
1: reason. To not be naked? Yeah, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I guess. You know, because honestly, if I was the the captain of that cruise ship, I'd say, oh, hey, look, we got somebody over there who needs help. Oh, wait, he's naked. You know what? He's doing his own thing. He's getting a good tan. Good for him. I don't know. I don't know. All right. I don't know why he was naked. Hopefully the movie explains this.
0: Well, for all we know, he was probably doing laundry day the day the wave hit his boat. So all of his clothes probably went flying off the boat when it happened.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Um. Okay. So, Jenny, where do you where do you see this this story going? Of a naked man discovered by a cruise ship. There's an idea within me to play this kind of straight up. I mean, you can go fantastical, a la Life of Pi. But yeah, I mean, do you go with this being like an epic story about
2: a man trying to cross the ocean, or does it end up? This is my thought. Does it end up going comedy route where it's more about? him ending up on the cruise ship. And then again you're going to kind of twist the the actual events and and play it up for Hollywood.
0: Oh, this is um, this is 100% mockumentary. This is I can't take this seriously, especially finding someone naked on top of a boat, him just thinking he can make a boat out of whatever materials and just sail the ocean. This this seems like I want to believe that this man had researched everything he needed to do before he left, but it sounds like it could go route to stupid.
1: Seems like he he got pretty far in his in his handmade boat, and then just that random wave. You know, the ocean barely has any of those. That just that random one wave. If it wasn't for that wave, I mean, he was supposed to. He left in July, mm-hmm. and uh, he
2: was supposed to arrive in December. So he was be he was like spending months on the on the sea. I think this was a very
1: well-planned trip, it just, uh went wrong Mm -hmm. okay so the guy is 24 so that kind of does limit our age of actors that we could that we could use to play because i mean originally the idea of a mockumentary makes me want to go to like steve carell obviously would probably be like ahead of that thought i mean i I, he is he's he's young
2: and he's also australian so i i could see one of the hemsworths yeah i was gonna say one
1: of the hemsworths is that i I don't really know many more australian young australian actors well if we're
0: going mockumentary route we should go with jimmy jimmy tatro tatro
1: who? Uh, where, what is Jimmy Tatro f- uh, famous for?
0: Uh, he's from American Vandal, that mockumentary about the the kid who.
1: Oh yeah, sprays, this guy, yeah. Uh, Oh graffiti. yes, and he was just in theater camp.
0: Mm-hmm. He was just in theater yes. camp. Yes.
1: The the the. Movie. I don't know. Yes. I I don't I don't I I don't
2: see this character not being Australian. Like he seems Australian. Mm. The whole story okay. is very Australian. And I, I I feel like I want someone Australian to play him. I
1: think um, we can go about, with the younger, younger Hemsworth. That would be yeah. yeah. It's got to be. It's got to be Liam. Unfortunately, how about
0: um, Jacob Elordi from uh, Euphoria? He's Australian.
1: I,
2: I I don't know that I've seen him in anything. I haven't seen Euphoria, unfortunately. He's about
0: so. to star in Priscilla with A twenty four, the new Elvis Priscilla okay. movie. Um, he's he's a very oh, good actor. Yeah. So for if, if we're doing the more serious route with this, he is Australian. So maybe we could stick with that route. But so, if yeah, Hemsworth is a good option too. All
1: right, so if we have our our main actor, we have our story, and where we're going, what's a what's a title here, guys? I think if we're doing it, I, a, unfortunately, a lot of sailing puns have been taken, like "sail away," "castaway," um, "shipwrecked," all that stuff. Um, what if it was something about like, hmm,
0: <laughs> down under the sea, <laughs>
1: wave goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Down under the sea. Um, wave goodbye is good. Thank you.
0: I was trying to think of an Australian phrase pun, but we're talking about the ocean, I guess, not the sea.
1: I think we're just waving goodbye. I think wave goodbye. Wave goodbye. Wave, wave, goodbye,
0: goodbye, is wave the one. goodbye. Okay, I, I like it. It's growing right. on me. So,
1: yes, yes. So that would be our thing. There we go. Delightful. Thank you, David. All right. Our last one I bring to you, too. Guys, coming to you straight out of Minneapolis. Federal customs agents pooh-poohed the plans of an Iowa woman who wanted to make jewelry from giraffe feces she picked oh. up on a trip to Kenya and brought back to the U.S. in her luggage. I saw the story. Uh, yeah, yes, <laughs> the woman declared the small box of feces when she was selected to have her belongings inspected. The woman, who was not identified, I wonder why, told the officials she planned <laughs> to use the waist to make a necklace- As she had done in the past with moose poop. Giraffe poop can be brought back to the U.S. with the proper permits and inspections, according to Minnesota Public Radio. The station reported that the woman won't face sanctions because she declared the feces and gave it to customs. Quote, there is a real danger with bringing fecal matter into the U.S. Customs and Border Protection Chicago Field Director LaFonda D. Sutton Burke said in a statement... If this person had entered the U.S. and had not declared these items, there is high possibility a person could have contracted a disease from this jewelry and developed serious health issues, end quote. Wow. The agency's agriculture specialists destroyed the giraffe poop. And dare I say, bravo. Bravo to all. I, I, disgusting. Disgusting on so many levels. Disgusting that this is not the, the first and disgusting that she went about it. The, the U.S. is very stringent about what, what they allow inside, like, you know,
2: bringing oranges into Florida. But so the, all this is written in law, right? So at some point they sat down and they said, okay, well, what, what, no, we don't want any apples from outside of the U.S. because it could contaminate. No, okay, apples, no, okay. I think we're okay if we, if we let uh, corn come into the Yeah, okay, corn is good. All right, next on the list is uh, giraffe poop. <laughs> We good with giraffe poop? No. And someone said yes. Giraffe poop is okay, but we need a permit.
0: Someone Fill actually out the, said that. Th-
1: these four forms, please sign here, sign here, and make sure that you definitely sign here after using some Germex. Disgusting, disgusting as it is. Uh, any, 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 any thoughts on where to go with this? I mean, is it just as straight up as it could possibly be? My my lone thought was again something of like use this as a basis and possibly go forward with uh, an American-made type of movie with, like Tom Cruise where an illegal feces ring exists, maybe blow a la Johnny Depp, and then you go into the deep, dark, oh, yeah. seedy underground of, of fertilizing the the black market with, with illegal beads and and uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> jewelry. I thought that that might be a fun way to go.
0: Well, I could see this being like a stay-at-home mom who has found her life to be boring in whatever current state it's in and she's looking for something exciting and then randomly the doorbell rings and her friend shows up one day and she's like do you want to go do you want to go find moose poop with me and that's like the gateway into making this jewelry and selling it online to whatever black market and then she gets a little too uh, big for her britches and tries to go to Africa to get the giraffe poop and then I think you're on to
2: something Jenny what if what if what if the 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 movie starts out with this woman thinking she's reached the peak mm. with moose poop
0: mm-hmm. and
2: she's 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 the 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 queen of the market of of poop jewelry <laughs> and 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 then she hears a tale of of those in in the in the southeast uh, in the in the the deserts and 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 plains of africa making making poop there's a, the legend says they make poop from the they make jewelry from the poop of a giraffe and she's <laughs> She's got She thinks she's had it, like reached the pinnacle, and she's like, "Wait, I have barely scratched the surface." She's gotta go on this quest mm. to 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 get the 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 this this unattainable golden poop from the 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 high anus of a giraffe. Not high and, anus. and in the end,
1: <laughs> and in the end, she finds out that the real item she was searching for all along was herself. But as everybody yeah. knows, moose poop is the gateway drug of all poops. It's the, gate- <laughs> the gateway poop. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Uh, any any actors or actresses that, for whatever reason, you just closely associate <laughs> with giraffe feces. I mean, the the one that probably sticks out to my mind, especially if we're going like woman on here, is probably who can go both ways would probably be Melissa McCarthy. As much as I hate to put again feces on anybody I, I was like you know who can handle this with taste with class with the right aroma as like, a <laughs> oh yeah
0: the physical comedy opportunities in a kristen movie about wig. poop yes.
1: kristen wig yes yeah kristen wig might be the poopiest
2: uh <laughs> female <laughs> comic i'm sure she wouldn't mind me
1: saying that sorry yeah, kristen, kristen wig <laughs> just thinking about yeah uh, okay, so Kristen Wiig, I think we're in agreement. The, the scene with. in Bridesmaids. Oh, God, yeah, she can, yeah. Uh, again, both Melissa McCarthy and Kristen Wiig, both in there, tastefully, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so then let's move to a title. Uh, the longest poop uh, imported from Africa, like, what What? What are we going to go with here? It could be something seductive, like, Forbidden Desire. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody got to see it, but David's. I'm v- sorry. I'm sorry. This is reaction. an audio medium. My <laughs>
2: facial expression, I think, told the big yeah, yeah, right story there. I, I, got, the, I the one Let's
0: keep make this any simple, sense. guys. Let's keep it simple. I got one mm, word for you: mm. nuggets.
1: You know what? It's a powerful word. A powerful <laughs> word. I. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Work in nuggets. progress. Yes, <laughs> nugget nuggets of the hyenas. Yes, yeah, nuggets oh, of the there hyenas. We go. Yes. Okay, there we go. We've got a working <laughs> title now, guys. There we go. Let's Holy brainstorm, macaroni. Let's
0: brainstorm it and shop. Let's go.
1: Bite me! Always oh, nips you right where <laughs> you need it.
2: Yeah, bite me is our mini segment uh, this week, and uh, I have one for you guys. Hold on, let me find it. Uh, all right, guys, I think Phil, uh, at least you'll be with me on this one. Stop squirting ketchup or whatever <laughs> other sauce over the top of my fries. All you're doing is making my fries soggy. It's meant for dipping. Don't squirt it all over the top. Have you guys ever had that? So you're saying that somebody you-
1: when you order fries, they are giving to you pre-squirted fries? Yeah,
2: so they'll have
1: fry they give you fries and
2: they'll just like over the top, all over the top, they'll pour the ketchup. I've never gotten
1: pre-squirted fries. I'm gonna be honest with you, but I, I would never, never have your fries been pre-squirted. No, mine are freshly squirted usually whenever I get them. You uh, you squirt them yourself? I squirt them myself. I have a I have a mechanism of getting making sure that it it's uh, the proper squirtage. But do you do you squirt it over the top or do you in the corner? No, well, cor- and then you have somewhere to dip. Exactly. I have a I have a squirting area. So that's what I'm saying. A pre-designated squirting area that if you're, I you're like gonna to pre-squirt,
2: yeah. if you're gonna pre-squirt my fries, at least squirt it in the corner. Don't squirt it
1: all over. Jenny's gone. Jenny. Jenny has left this. Uh, this <laughs> no, you podcast. can't squirt yeah. it all yeah. over. That's just. That's just messy. Jenny. Jenny has 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 lost. Hasn't lost connection, but she is. She's Create out of her a little body. nook in the corner and squirt it right in there. <laughs> have it for me it's the designated squirting area for me exactly Uh, yeah no no the only thing that should be uh added to fries prior to you enjoying them is like cheese cheese is like the one thing that you can add to. yeah then but then you're talking (laughs) about loaded fries and that's its own thing you know yeah yeah, exactly but but to have (laughs) pre-condimented fries (laughs) is just just an abomination i would agree with you yeah yeah uh so if, oh. if but if anybody were to disagree and wants their squirted fries, yeah they crying, can bite me oh there we go uh oh. Jenny, I'll go so that way we give you a buffer here so I give, give you a thank you that was that was end. a
0: lot for me to handle my apologies that, yes
1: that's all right yeah. Yeah. long have I been notorious for enjoying a nice iced tea and lemonade, also known as an Arnold Palmer, but for the past month, I've been on a delightful dalliance with hot tea and honey, and let me tell y'all. I don't care if it makes me the unofficial 14th main cast member of Downton Abbey, or a fifth Golden Girl, or any other little old lady jokes you want to get in there, it is a boost to the energy battery, it feels classy, and warms up my perpetually freezing ass. So I tell you, hot tea and honey is a must-have, especially as we progress to colder climates, and if you disagree with me, you can just bite me. Mm, what are, uh, milk? No milk. You know what? I I have some oat milk in the uh, in the fridge that I've been uh, adding. I just added last night, as a matter of fact. That you that you mentioned it, and uh, I quite enjoyed it. It was nice. Mm, it was a nice, awesome. and it gave a little sustenance to that tea. I yeah, was like, it gives was, it more body. Yes, yes, I quite enjoyed it. So. Uh I would agree, yes, milk, yes jenny uh, what what's nibbling at your heels?
0: uh, nothing to be honest my my uh uh submission for this uh round of bite me has nothing to do with food or beverages. I am here mm. to talk about how carnivals need to establish where line cues begin and end, and it Ooh. is a miserable time if you don't. I went to a carnival this last weekend, and they charge an additional fee at this place to go. It's not a carnival. Uh, it's not the main attraction, so you have to pay an additional fee to go ride these rides, right? And sure, sure. they're understaffed, so there's only like one or two people watching these rides. And every- it's a free-for-all trying to figure out where the lines begin and end in this close space of these around these four rides you're waiting like 20 minutes and you have to you spend five of that 20 minutes trying to figure out where the hell your line begins and it's i just why can't we put up a a a sash or put up a pillar or something or a sign that says this is where line begins line ends like it's that's that simple it would make life yeah. so much easier for everyone. Like, st- just it's so frustrating. People climb over you two trying to leave. People keep cutting with through the lines. It's just, where's the line monitors, guys? Come on, you don't charge Freshman. me. Don't give, charge me extra money for this. Shit. Bite me. With the howl of the of the wolf in the north, that draws a close to this week's episode. But before we end. There is some people we need to thank.
2: Thank you to Cass uh, Ka- uh Ka- <coughs> <coughs> Cass and Coss Thank you to Cass and Crossland. And Cass, <laughs> uh, Cass and Crossland for and Jake
1: Corling, sorry, for the music that you hear on the show. Thanks to uh, Ronald O'Dell and Jizons. no, sorry. Thanks to Ryan Ardell and Josh Ons for a lot of the audio bits you guys hear throughout the show. Thank you guys.
0: And thank you to Rudy Chalk, or Rudy Chalk, for your wonderful graphic work that you get to see in all of our social media. And thank you to you, the listener, the listener, for... for for always tuning in and supporting us it means the world to us that you tune in every week and you get to join this wonderful ride with us now if you want to find us please find us on all of our social media on Facebook Instagram and wherever you can find us including TikTok the good old TikTok for all listening platforms we are on Spotify Apple Podcasts Google but Pandora you mean Pandora no screw you Pandora Pandora
1: so, do you have any of that good stuff? Oh, do you mean the moose and feces? No, giraffe feces? No, I'm talking that bear feces. <laughs>